0: Arizona sports, the local sports leader courtside with Uh, geez man I can't hear anything with all the dribbling so as I was trying to tell you this is a new thing called courtside with Kellen Kellen Olsen's our son's brainiac and he knows everything about the sons and the players like Kellen so he's got that going for him anyhow here's Kellen and he's brought to you by Southwest Gas committed to exceeding expectations today while innovating sustainable solutions for tomorrow now normally we talk to Kellen on Thursdays. We had to move some things around this week. Yep. He had a
1: preview of the play-in game. The Suns taking on the... Oh, sorry about that.
0: We're not there yet.
2: No work. I was just... I was We're not previewing the play-in game. I was just talking. talking to Tyler Bassett and it's like, man... I went so hard covering the bubble because I just didn't know. Like I didn't know. Like, is this the best it's going to get? Is this the, like you never know how quickly things are going to change in sports. So, like when I worked my tail off during the finals run and all that stuff, and it's like, all right, man, going to really preview this trade deadline. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Don't, I don't yeah. know what's happening in the next couple. It's not going to get that dark, of course, to twenty one teams. But you just never know how quickly things change. you not going to get. Dry. Have you seen the schedule? Oh, I have. It's going
1: to get dark over there. Like oh, they're eighth right now. We were talking about this yesterday. They're not going to stay in eighth over these next eight games. The next eight or nine games, drop gonna, to ninth or tenth. See like with
2: Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and Rudy Gobert on it is the sure win supposedly on there, and then yeah. everything else is just a gauntlet. And yeah. even after that, you got like Indiana, who's a couple games over five hundred. Like it just keeps going, man. Oh, e- even a- yeah, even
0: after you come home after the next road trip, after this one, you still have Indi- Like you say, Brooklyn waiting for you, Indiana waiting for you, another game with Memphis. Waiting for you. It is it is a tough stretch right now. Kellen Olsen joining us here in studio and, and it's we've seen it a variety of different ways, a variety of different things. I know you filled in for Gambo one day
2: last week you filled and, in for me? He, 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 and he he did I did, did a, not know that.
0: He did a fine job as a Dude, matter of nice, fact. Nice. I made
2: sure to like give my blessings to the chair before I sign in. Make sure I didn't <laughs> disgrace your area over right, thank there. You. I hope that. the monitors were in the right spot and all that all right. kind of stuff.
0: Toronto, it's 27 turnovers. The Wizards is deplorable defense. The Knicks, it's an awful offensive first. I mean, it's it's a little like sampler plate of everything. It, it, I, like Tonight, is something going to go right or is a different thing going to go wrong? That kind of seems to be the vibe right now from this team.
2: It is. Uh, Kevin Zerman and I on the latest episode of the Empire Suns podcast Went through, and I said eleven of their last fifteen they've lost. But then I had to go in detail for a couple of minutes and go through that entire stretch of games just to paint how bad it is. Two twenty-five point losses because you say eleven to fifteen, and it gets there. Uh-huh. But then you remember Dallas down twenty-six at halftime. Boston they were down forty-two at one point. They were down twenty-seven. Lost at by half-time. twenty-five Something twice. Like lost
1: by nineteen. Lost by thirteen. This game against the Knicks, how, it how went down by thirty-two points to the
2: freaking Knicks? How about the wins? The Clippers didn't play anyone. The Lakers didn't play anyone. Devin Booker put everyone in his is it backpack. Memphis? for New Memphis. Orleans. And then the Memphis win, Gambo, was one of the few, like, okay, there's something there. The Denver yeah. game that they got to OT, okay, there was something there. But the, both Wizards' losses, terrible. Like, the, it was 17-2 to two run and I think under four minutes during crunch time that they gave up. And then, of course, the, the most recent one where their defense was just awful. It's They, they are playing such bad basketball right now on, on really both ends of the court. And yes, in, injuries have played a significant factor, but you guys would would come in here and talk about games after the Suns won or lost with without Devin Booker in the last two years, and it didn't look anything no. like this at all.
1: No, and 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 a big reason why is the, the decline of Chris Paul. Let's be honest. Yeah. He didn't have any points in the first half against the Knicks. He was a minus 38 for the game. I know that there are a lot of people out there, and I'm, I, I expect even people in that organization, I think that the Suns' best path to a championship is post-Chris. Post-Chris, not with Chris, but post because this year after this year you can get off of chris's contract and save about 15 million bucks now you'd have to pay him 15 million not to play or trade him but i think that their best path actually may be and I, that's why i'm a window two guy mm-hmm. you know this i mean i'm i'm a window and bernsey's starting to see that that window's probably the better window too now
2: i was a huge window one guy and i was wrong because i i I couldn't have, I don't know how you could have seen this level of decline coming from Chris Paul. Do you guys remember a couple of years ago when Devin Booker started moving up the rankings and it was like he was in the 50s, the 40s, the 30s? And you guys would have those conversations on the show of like, mm-hmm. can he be a top 15, top 10, top 20 guy? Because the gap between the 18th best player in this league and the 32nd best player in this league is ginormous. It sure it's is. not just 14 spots or anything. So we're talking about a guy in Chris Paul who was wherever you wanted to put him a top 10, top 15, top 20 player in the league the last three seasons and going beyond that. Three straight all NBA teams. Even if you think about last postseason, what went wrong? He carried them in that New Orleans series had the perfect game six and everything from there when Devin Booker was out the postseason before that. It speaks for itself how great he was until he broke down at the end, but in the regular season two years ago, MVP candidate. We were talking about him as the MVP candidate for the Suns. A year ago, it was him and Booker. It was like, well, they're just going to split votes and it's not really going to matter. Then he goes down. Book has the, look, I can do this without Chris Paul stretch, and then he becomes the MVP candidate. Is Chris Paul a top 15 point guard in the league right now? Is is he a yeah. top 10 point guard in, not, in, the, in the league right now? He's top 15 for sure. I... I- I don't think he's a top 10. Is he playing like one right now, I should say. I should phrase it that way, because I don't think he has played to the caliber of a top 10, top 15 point guard while I still take him as one. I think so. He started to look more he's... like himself in the last couple of games. But again, we're talking about a guy who was like a top 15 to 20 player in the league, and now in that rankings, you would put him in the 50s, 60s. It is such a ginormous drop-off for any team to account for, but especially the Suns, who so heavily rely on him and Booker.
1: I've been covering sports since the 80s, and if there's one thing I know, him players get older like that, you will see signs of greatness once in a while. They're just not consistent anymore. So Chris Paul may have that great game like, oh, Chris was – he may have two good games in a row. Really? Oh, Chris is back. Oh, that's the – but it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable when you get to a certain age and your body starts to you know go on you. And what happens more or less is that you – you those those great games become just more distant and you have more average to bad games. Who did you expect more from? That's in this bookerless
2: stretch. That's what I was going to bring up. So A great poll when question. when Chris Paul goes down it's like, okay, or, or this decline sort of happens. I think if you would have told us that six months ago, we had have been like, okay, DeAndre is is the number two, or it's more of the committee thing. I think, Gamble, you mentioned that a lot at the start of the year, where it's like, okay, maybe it's not going to be Chris every night, but it'll be Cam some nights. It'll be Mikel some nights. It'll right. be DeAndre some nights. We're not even getting that some nights out of DeAndre and Mikel right now. And and I think we were expecting too much for both of them. I think Mikel specifically is the guy more oriented towards the role that he's had. I think DeAndre is the one guy you would want to see step up in this stretch. But, man, even with some of the great games he had over the last month in terms of numbers, the amount of just mistakes that he's making defensively have, have really stood out to me. And look, that goes for everyone on the roster. I think Mikel Bridges has been worse defensively. I think that Torrey Craig's been worse defensively. I think Chris Paul has had a huge drop off in his defensive game this year. And the numbers really back it up. But uh, when you November 8th is the date that I've been referencing a lot because that was after the Suns lost the game and dropped to 7-3 and three on the year. So we're looking at two months, 25 games, a big data point. The Suns are 25th in defensive rating since then. And, and the worst defensive rating in the league is San Antonio over that stretch, like 120.3, yeah. something like that. If you look at, uh, and saying this, knowing defensive rating is not an individual number, if you look at the defensive ratings for those starters... It's 119, 120, 118. Those guys are just getting shellacked wow. when they're out there defensively. So it, it does go back to like who's the true number two? Does this team have scoring and all that? They're not going anywhere until they start defending. They're not going anywhere. And yeah. and, and by going anywhere, I mean getting a play-in spot. Like if they keep defending like this, they're going to be 11th or 12th in the standings. They're not going to. They're going to figure it out to some extent defensively. But are you going to bounce back and just be an okay defensive team this year? An average defensive team? Or are you going to to get back to what we all expected which, which was elite. Elite. They were arguably the best of I, I think in my opinion over the last 2 years they were the best defensive team in the league. I think Boston has a case for last year. But over the last 2 years together they were the best defensive team in the league. And now they're bad. They're bad. It, me, it's just inexplainable. Give me the be- give me your
1: bench thoughts. Uh Lee, Koji, Landale, you know, we last year I there was a time I was like this is one of the better benches in the league. Yeah. And
2: I can't say that anymore. It's putting guys in a difficult position because what they so clearly need off the bench more than anything else is more creation, more on-ball equity and things like that. Because in my opinion, Damian Lee has been great. Josh Akogi has been great. I think that Jock Landell, Bismack, Beyond with a combination has been has been fine. They just need something different from those guys. And it's to the point, Gambo, where I'm starting to say I think they need to start playing Damian Lee and Josh Okoge 25-plus minutes. And I don't really care where those other minutes come from because the way that they're playing from an impact perspective, attacking the basket, trying to draw fouls, at least putting pressure on the rim, and then defensively, Okoge is arguably the best defender on the team. I think that's a crazy thing to say for me with Mikael Bridges on the same team as him, but he's that good defensively. I think he's that good of a defender. And then Lee stays connected in that role as well more than other guys have. And and I think we're at that point now where serious rotation changes, starting lineup changes even maybe. We're, we're at that point now where the Suns need to start really looking into stuff like that. We'll see if that changes
0: tonight. Five o'clock to take on the Cavs. Kellen, good stuff. We'll uh, be reading your recap tomorrow at ArizonaSports.com.
2: Anything else? Who, who do they play tonight again?
0: The Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, you.
2: Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, the yeah, they yeah, the got only and, and, title and, contender, that and, one. And they're a fun team to watch. I
1: was saying that they're, they're different, right? They don't jack up a lot of threes. They don't do a lot of isolations. They're, they play a lot different style of
2: basketball. From a team building perspective, you look at what they are, they're perfect. They have two guys who can run offense at any time and then they have a true rim protector in Jared great Allen signs. and then they have the four in Evan Mobley that everyone wants right they're now. They like play inside, outside. They're, they're an awesome team. Shh. They're, they're going to be fun to watch tonight. I don't know if the Suns are going to be fun oh, to watch tonight. Be fun. Button, yeah, it yeah. should be
0: fun. It's 5 o'clock tip time over on ESPN 620. Tune in. Uh, tune in. Yeah, <laughs> com. yeah, Yeah, Thanks, Kellen. We appreciate it. You can read his stuff, of course, at ArizonaSports.com.